Ray Klebesettel was put in charge of making sure this never happened. In 1969, he began analyzing the huge amounts of Vila data that had been gathered at Los Alamos, the birthplace of the atomic bomb. To our surprise, we didn't get very far down in these stacks of data before we found the, the first event. The event was a complex, bright burst of gamma rays. To Klebesattle's eye, it was clearly not a nuclear weapons test. It lasted seconds, far longer than a human-made nuclear explosion. In fact, Vila never found the Soviets exploding any weapons in space. What Klebesattle discovered turned into a quest to understand nature's gamma-ray bursts. It took us quite a while then to develop full confidence in the data in order to try uh, to identify the possible sources, or at least reject a number of the possible sources. Gamma rays are difficult to detect, first of all, because they're quite penetrating. And determining uh, a direction uh, is difficult because one cannot uh, build single uh, instruments which are uh, capable of location at the very high energies. This contrasts starkly with visible light rays that we all see the world through. You can't focus gamma rays, unfortunately. But with several instruments in space, like the Vela satellites, Kleba Saddle could get approximate directions to the bursts. He found they weren't coming from any obvious source in our solar system. By 1973, Kleba had collected a dozen bursts and was ready to publish. The announcement of gamma ray bursts ignited the imagination of the astrophysics community. Don Lamb was just finishing up his Ph.D. when he attended one of the first conferences discussing this newly discovered phenomenon. I think all of us were astounded um, at the existence of a phenomena like this. The bursts are very intense, short uh, events known to be lasting typically a few seconds or so. But in a flash, they were gone, leaving no visible trace. Ed Fenimore came to Los Alamos soon after the discovery of gamma ray bursts was published. Of course, these events are really amazing. I mean, you, you, if you look at the response of some of our detectors, there's sort of this hiss in the detector from all the other gamma ray sources that you can see. It looks at the whole sky at one time, and then suddenly one of these gamma ray bursts turn on. You know, the signal just jumps off the page. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, incredibly remarkable. The data was very fragmentary, leaving few clues about where the gamma ray bursts were coming from. So scientists started following their intuitions. You know, we believe that if you see a very, very bright light, if you go outside and things are sort of hazy, then all of a sudden you're just blinded for, you know, 30 seconds with a flickering light. Your first assumption is it's probably sort of close by. But what could they be? A fleet of gamma ray detectors were launched into space, most of them aboard missions to explore the nearby planets. But no matter how hard they tried, astronomers could not identify a visible object in the sky connected to the bursts. No stars, no galaxies. They did, however, learn more about the gamma rays themselves. And to most researchers, the evidence pointed towards some very compact sources that didn't shine much visible light. Neutron stars, for example. Cambridge professor Martin Rees is Astronomer Royal 
one of the world's leading authorities on high-energy astrophysics. Well, neutron stars are objects the mass of a star, which have contracted until they are only about 10 miles across. The density is, of course, quite incredible. Gravity on a neutron star is extremely strong. It's a million, million times stronger than the force of gravity on the Earth. That means, for instance, that... Uh, if you drop a marshmallow on a neutron star, it has the release of a you know, big thermonuclear weapon. So it's, you know, it has a lot of potential for releasing energy. And so scientists like Ed Fenimore thought that this great release of energy was responsible for the gamma ray bursts. And that made sense to them, because some neutron stars in our galaxy do release bright bursts of X-rays. The relationship between these two types of events was unclear. Nonetheless, Don Lamb says it wasn't a huge leap to believe neutron stars might also produce gamma ray bursts.